0: The final tonight, and the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. For the first hit. Rutschman into right field.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Ballpark. I am your host, Patrick Brin alongside co-host Brent Cunningham. Uh, Happy New Year. It is 2023. This will be Beyond the Ballpark. We are entering our third year in November 2023. That will be three years of this podcast, which is crazy, because I feel like we just started this yesterday. But um, we're we're here, and we love what we do. So it's been it's – been, it was an awesome 2022, and it should have been even better. 2023. So I think, you know, Brandon, any, anything you have to say about 2023 and, and what
0: to look forward to? I uh, look forward to definitely the season. We're not seeing them out, but, you know, looking forward to the season. Like I said, should be a great year. Hopefully they get the best so far. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of great stuff. We'll probably finish the team series in 2023.
0: Um. You know, we're, we're only
1: we only got a few teams left, so that'll be will be wrapped up this year. But today we're gonna be looking back at 2022 and all the great moments uh, of 2022, as well as top 10 <coughs> players. We made two lists: top 10 moments, top 10 players. So top 10 moments is a joint list. We both have the same list for moments because we made it together. But then top 10 players, this is that is a personal list to us and and what we value in in players and you know it's gonna be a blind reaction a blind reaction that's right we do not know our list so we're kind of trying a new style today so it it should be interesting to say the least we might we might have some fiery comments here on this episode but so just be ready It's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be everything Um, but you know it's kind of different from what we normally do so let's take a look back at a phenomenal 2022 season and let's get started off with the moments I'll I'll talk about number 10 here uh and then we'll just alternate from there uh the Mariners wild card comeback this was against the Blue Jays game three the series was tied 1-1 and it's obviously the best of three Blue Jays I believe are up like 9-1 8-1 I don't I don't quite remember but you know, they had this massive lead, and the Mariners were down. But then they picked themselves back up, and, and they came back to win it like 10-9, which is crazy to even say. Uh, but that was that was quite a comeback. Adam Frazier, now the Orioles, because he signed with us, he hit a clutch double. Him and Kyle Raleigh had some clutch hits. Um, and it was quite an exciting comeback, to say the least. And I think that's probably a pretty historic comeback. And I think he did see history. So that's quite a moment for the Mariners. Advanced to the ALDS because of that uh, win. So that was quite a moment for a team that ended their drought, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, But, yeah, that wild card game was crazy and wild and electric. So that is our number 10 moment of 2022.
0: At number nine, we have the Angels rookie, Reed Detmers, through no hitter. Um, this was against the Rays in a 12 victory. Uh, it was a good game. Not really because no hitter, um, but good for him. It was the youngest pitcher to throw one since Hannibal Sanchez 2006, which is, you know, that's a long period of time. Uh, the 3 really good pitching there. Um, he, you know, we just – it was a great outing. I mean, to Bryce broke the Angels. Um, he just pitched, his, pitched so well. Yeah. 12th in franchise history for the Angels. It was just great outing for Detmers. Definitely a moment to remember in his young career. Absolutely. What a moment for him. Uh, number eight, we have
1: the Oscar Gonzalez home run. Obviously, he is a... He walks up to SpongeBob. That's his walk-up song, which is awesome. And very, very cool, especially as a fan of SpongeBob. Uh, so, this was against... This is again, in the wild card series against the Tampa Bay Rays. This was a, like... I don't know. I think it was, like, a scoreless game. Yeah, it was scoreless in the, the bottom of the 15th inning. You know, these teams were in a toe-to-toe battle. Uh, Guardians leading the series 1-0. And Austrians all pimps one to end the game. Uh, and it was a 1-0 victory and they advanced to the American League wildcard series. Sadly... They lost to the Yankees, um, but that was quite a home run, quite a moment for Oscar, Oscar Gonzalez. I think it's like one of the longest games, like scoreless in, in postseason history. Uh, this was the longest postseason game, um, and it was the longest scoreless postseason game, and it beat the record of the NL wildcard series, uh, Reds, Braves, and it then, went in a thir- That one in a thirteen innings, <coughs> but this one went in a fifteen innings. So those, quite a moment, Brandon, Anything to add? I, I know you have something to say here. That that record was then broken by the Mariners and the Astros. That that's right. That was like that was also a crazy game. That was I believe eighteen innings. So, yeah. uh, record set, and then the record got broken again. So that was. But I mean, still, still pretty cool. I, I saw that happen on television. I was watching that game, and you know, that was that was an electrifying moment. So
0: another, another cool moment of twenty twenty two. Number seven, we have Juan Soto traded the Astros. Uh, you know, Juan Soto, great young talent, a lot of potential here. We've seen it. He plays really good player. Um, and he was, you know, the cornerstone for the Nationals, and they they traded him away to the Padres, and the Padres were the super team kind of they'd still have it. Um, so, yeah, that was a big trade. National got a lot of players back. Um, the Padres got Josh Bell and Juan Soto. Um, still have to make it to the NLCS but they didn't lose. Uh, but we did see how this pans out because, you know, it's only been like a few months of uh, Juan Soto being a Padres and then playing really much games for them. Uh, so we have to see how this pan out. Maybe just bops. He could be really good. He could be really bad for the Padres we don't know um, hopefully he's really good because he's an exciting player to watch um so he's definitely that was definitely a big moment for the, the entire baseball world uh because he's just a, a great player uh so see him get traded from his team won like, a world series with um it's just really shocking
1: especially the haul that the Padres gave up was, was
0: massive too um
1: and then at number, number six, we had the Bryce Harper NLCS home run, which was massive. I don't really think the Phillies should have been in that spot because they shouldn't have made the playoffs. But they did, and uh, Bryce Harper had a big moment in the NLCS. It was in the eighth inning of, NL- of the Game of Game 5 in the NLCS, and it secured a 4-3 win over the Padres per MLB.com um, and shipped them off to the World Series. Which is crazy. Uh, he won NLCS MVP because of it. Uh, it was a huge moment for the Phillies. It, it, it propelled him to the victory. And I think it's in a pretty iconic moment for Bryce Harper himself and one in his career that he's
0: never going to forget. Okay. Uh, now we're on to the fifth one. We have Miggie, uh, Miguel Cabrera gets his 3,000 hit. Um, last year, he had the 500 home runs, so it's a big moment. Um, as he said this with me last season, got uh, 3,000 hits, another big milestone. Uh, people always talk about you know, 500 home runs, one runs, and then 3,000 hits is the big one for hits. Um, so that was an exciting moment for him. I don't remember who he was against, uh, but that was definitely a moment to watch in his last season. He should be a first-back Hall of Famer, no doubt. Um, in five years, we would see him there because he is, you know, you could argue he's the greatest tiger of all time. Um, but he he's definitely up there for the Tigers and he's a great all time player. Um, he played for them many years and he's yeah, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. He's a lock. Yeah, absolutely. Miguel Cabrera.
1: what a great career. And he'll be retiring at the end of this year. Kinda sad. Um, but you know, career well well played. Uh, number four, we get the Astros winning the World Series. Obviously, this is a big moment for anybody. Um, but, you know, everything that the Astros have been through with the cheating scandal and in 2017 and, and, you know, kind of getting put under the microscope uh, because of that, you know, incident. Um, you know, they finally got one clean. Dusty Baker's first World Series as a manager, cementing himself as a Hall of Fame manager. Um, Trey Mancini, personally, for me, World Series ring, which was absolutely heartwarming. Uh, you know, he's a homegrown star, and after everything he had been through—stage three, stage three colon cancer in 2020—being re- able to rebound and, and getting you being able to get a ring, that meant the world to me as an Orioles fan. Um, obviously, he, he didn't do too much. He had a big play and he had a hit, but you know, he so he didn't he didn't make the biggest impact. But uh, it was certainly nice to see him get that ring as as an Astro and. Sadly, he will not be returning to the Astros probably because they got Jose Abreu, but he'll get a nice contract this offseason. But also the Jordan Alvarez home run, that was huge. That was electrifying in the bottom of the seven uh, against, uh, I believe, Jose Alvarado of the Phillies. Um, it was a lefty-on-lefty matchup, and Jordan just pounded it uh, to center field. So pretty, pretty iconic. And, you know, Astros – uh, I believe it's been it's their second one in, in five or six years, uh, last one being in 2017, and they were in the World Series in 2021, lost to the Braves, obviously, but they finally got their uh, their ring and, and trophy now. So,
0: congratulations to the Houston Nationals on their World Series championship. Number three, uh, we have the Mariners make the playoffs in 21 years, took 21 years to get back, and it was. You know, it was exciting to see that. I'm, you know, part Mariners fan. I feel me out in Seattle. I've been to a couple of Mariners games, um, both in Boston and in Seattle. So I was I was reading for him. It was good to see. You know, who Rodriguez. he was the guy to do it. Young player came up, he, he played great, rookie of the year. Um and he was he was the person to do it. Um uh, he made the push and they made it. Um they did lose in the nailed Diaz to the Astros uh, made us are too good, but still um, it was fun to see him play. Um, I think they should be back n- this year better than last. Hopefully they can make it farther. I'd love to see it. I think they're just like a fan favorite. Everyone loves the Mariners. I'm um, just a fun team. Um, and I think it's, it's exciting to watch it play. And it was really exciting to get the back to playoffs. I'm really good for that franchise and the entire city of Seattle.
1: Great great fans out in Seattle as well. Uh, number number two, we have the Aaron Judge, 62nd home run. Um, we didn't put it number one because we're not Yankee fans. We are Oriole and Red Sox fans, and Yankees are our rivals. We hate them, but you have to honor what Aaron Judge did uh, this year. I mean, he, he broke the record and set a new record himself. Uh, you know, all rise for Aaron Judge. He broke it in like the last two days in this in the, within the last two days in the season, um, which is pretty awesome. He had family there, which was special, and you know he's now he's now put himself in the record books, which is amazing, and you know, it's such an accomplishment. He broke Roger Maris's record for the most home runs in a single seat season. Um, so now it's not Roger Maris holding the record anymore. and Judge and it's a moment that literally we'll never forget because it is in the record books. It's cemented in stone. Um, so this is a special moment for Aaron Judge. And, you know, of course, he didn't know the Yankees did it because Yankees are just good at hitting home runs. And, but, I mean, this was a very special moment. And Aaron this is quite an accomplishment for Aaron Judge.
0: Yeah, definitely a big moment for him. Um, at number one, though, we have Albert Pujols. Be part of the seven hundred home run club. Only a few of the guys do that being Baby, Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and that's it, right? I'll make sure it's it. So and, yeah, and, yeah, it was, and Albert Pujols now. Yep, that's right. Now Albert Pujols. Um he wanted it he was he had six ninety eight going to game with the Dodgers in LA. So unfortunately, he couldn't do it in St. Louis, but still he did it. Um, he hit one home run and then he hit the next one, so two home run day. So I was pretty good for him. Um, I didn't think the Dodgers fans really cared. They were pretty excited to see seven home run. Everyone was kind of waiting for it. Um, it was coming down to the wire. We didn't know if we were gonna do it. He came in the season like thirty off or twenty five off. Um, he had a really good last season. He like he he played really well. He was good for the Cardinals, and uh, he was able to get there. Um, and you know that's. Uh, great milestone he's you know one of the greatest players of all time just yeah he's a beast 700 home run not any of the guys can say that so that is a big moment for him and i think the entire baseball world because he's just a really great player
1: absolutely and i i think it's interesting to know how for half the season he was a dodger uh in 2021 if you remember angels released him and the dodgers picked him up uh in free agency so they did see their former player get uh make that accomplishment, which I found very interesting for the Dodgers. So now we're gonna do top top ten players twenty twenty two. This is the moment we haven't seen our lists. Uh so these will be raw reactions. We'll kinda do we'll kinda just do like we'll run down the list ten to one and we'll get the reaction of co host and host and and then the the other person can get their thoughts and opinions so brendan uh go ahead and start us off with your top 10 list
0: like go one by one or just say it all once? uh say say it all at once and then we'll get opinions all right number 10 i could be jumping jumping the gun here i got vladimir guerrero jr Oof. number nine i got no okay. Renato. okay number eight I got Manny Machado. Number
1: okay. Seven.
0: I got Paul Goldschmidt. Number okay. six. I got Juan Soto. Number five. Okay. A little controversial. Um, but I got Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Keep going. Number four. We got Mookie Betts. Number three. Okay. I got Aaron Judge. Number two. We got Joey Otani. Number one like trout okay
1: all right so uh,
0: i i find it interesting you have
1: you have vladdy in your top 10 i find it interesting you have fernando tatis in your top 10 especially i just after you know the the train wreck of a season he had obviously i getting just, getting hurt he, he had he had the injury and that that was bad enough and he was coming back in the second half of the season but then, he got caught on the steroids, um, which then cut in... It's going to cut into 2023. Took him out for 2022. Uh, so, I find that very interesting that you still are willing just, to put with that,
0: When for he's me, on the
1: field. When he's, he's on the he's, field, but... He's so talented. He is talented on the field, but I, I think this, this, this stuff off the field is, is going to hurt him in his career and this is not gonna be a good look. This is a black mark on his permanent record. Um so that's it's it's not a great look. It's not a great look for him. Uh Vladdy I find very interesting. I know Vladdy absolutely popped off in twenty twenty one. That was what a season for him. I mean mvp runner up, but um again like Vladdy's probably like a top top fifteen for me, uh if I'm if I'm
0: being honest. Um I just I'm, I think he's he's just you know, Twenty-One was great, and Twenty-One Two was bad here, but I still think he's really good. I think he still got really good hitters. Still one of the best hitters. I can't deny that. That's that's true. Um, so then, so you have
1: Vlady at ten. I, remind me, who did you have at nine?
0: Nolan Renato. No, no.
1: we'll just have a, we'll just have a, a position, or we'll just have a number by number breakdown here. Uh, so yeah, Nolan Renato, That's not too bad. I, I, am gonna kind of hint ends all. I kind of had him in that vicinity on my list. Um, I think Nolan Renato's defense, phenomenal. <coughs> he's probably the best defensive third baseman in the game. And he's able to hit outside of cores. Obviously, there, were, there was a lot of skepticism when, you know, he um, got traded to the Cardinals. It's a pitcher friendly Park. Uh, after playing in Coors at one of the most hair-friendly parks of all time, people were skeptical of his ability to hit outside of cores. Um, I believed in him. I think Nolan Renato, I thought Nolan Arenado was gonna be fine. Obviously, there was gonna be a bit of regression um, for cores, and you know the numbers were still gonna go down a little bit. But he was still great.
0: Still gonna be great. So that's that's fair enough. Who does you have at number eight again? Number eight, money Manny Machado. Manny Machado.
1: Okay, so yeah, Manny. Manny, as much as, like, you know, he's a villain off the field, he he makes sure that no one likes him. What a season he had. I mean, MVP runner-up um, behind Paul Goldschmidt, that was quite – he had such a season. Uh, he put the Padres on his back, especially after, you know, Fernando Tatis went down with the injury. Um, So, yeah, Manny Machado, the work he did on the field for the Padres, what he did for the Padres on the field – was, you know, can't be denied. So, that's that's a good spot. Um, you'll see yeah. mine and where I have him. So, then, number seven, who did you have?
0: Paul Goldschmidt.
1: Okay, so, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt. The value is through the roof. Obviously, he had that MVP season. Um, yeah. So, yeah, amazing. Again, first baseman, it's a bit tougher because that position doesn't really matter. Um,
0: but he plays he really good defense.
1: He does. He does. He's a gold glove, first baseman. Um. Uh, but you know, I I feel like you can put any any player at first base, and it's not really going to matter. Um, for instance, I feel like Ryan Mountcastle, like short, was drafted as as a shortstop out of high school in Florida, where he's from. Now he's a first baseman. Like that doesn't short first base defense doesn't really matter when you have great first base defense. That is obviously valued a whole lot, but. Uh, in retrospect, like it, it just doesn't. It doesn't matter as much in the in the grand scheme of things. Um, you can see quite a few like young players get shifted to first base if you know their current position doesn't work. Um, then I believe we're on number six now. We have number six, Juan Soto. Uh, that's. I think I think for me I know I was talking about this off air, um, but I think Juan Soto is the top five. Uh, which we'll get to my, again, we'll get to my list, but I mean, Juan Soto's value is that's insane value. I mean, he walks so much more than he strikes out. Um, I'll bring up stats once I get to my list, but Juan Soto is such a talent for me. Um, I think he's got to be inside the top five, so I'm, I'm a little skeptical of that. He plays uh, defense num- num- I know, that that's true. He doesn't play great defense, so that kills his value, but you're not. You don't see more players patient. You don't. You you can't find more patience uh, in a player than Juan Soto. So that's that's what's got it for me. Already talking about Fernando Tatis, who I believe is your number five.
0: That is correct. Um, My third Padre, number, by the way. Three Padres on the list. Okay, so you got obviously there's Manny. Who's your third Padre?
1: Fernando. Oh, Nan. So there's. Nando, Manny, and Soto. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. We you.
1: Um, okay, so, so now we're inside the top five. We, I believe your number four was Mookie.
0: That is correct. My favorite player. So that's.
1: I know. I know you love Mookie. Mookie's Mookie's your boy. <laughs> um, I mean, I will say the Dodgers are absolutely finessed. Uh, the Red Sox for Mookie bets. Um, but Mookie bets. I mean, he proved why he's one of the best players in the game. Uh, he's. What a talent he is! Um, you know, he's insane. He's so good defensively. He's a wizard. Offensively, he's one of the best. Um, he is, you know, one of the best players in the game. So, I just feel like not he too
0: many complaints. literally like, does nothing wrong. So, yeah, good uh, speed. He plays defense. He hits some contact. hits for some power. Just he everything.
1: He's he's a five tool player. He's a five tool player. Absolutely. Um. So then, so that was your number four. Uh, number three was Aaron Judge for you. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I I like the caution. Um. I don't. I mean, Aaron Judge is a top was a top ten player before you know the record. Um. But I'm a little bit cautious. Obviously, he's not going to play as well. Um. In 2023, because you literally can't replicate a record-setting season. I think that's a good spot. I mean we know we all know Aaron Judge's ability. I mean, he's huge. He's able to hit home runs like it's nothing. Um, so I think that's a good spot for him. Shohei Otani at two, I believe, for you.
0: Yep, that is true.
1: Uh, so uh yeah, Shohei, I mean, what a talent. You're not gonna find another talent like Shohei. Um, you know, excellent. It's it's hard to find that. I mean, we haven't seen this since Babe Ruth, and he's arguably doing it better than Babe Ruth. So, Shoho a beast. Um, I needed to see like one or two more seasons of this. Um, you know, the Scion caliber performance <coughs> and, and MVP level hitting. So, that, I need to see a little bit more of it, but he's climbing up.
0: Yeah, he's, he's right there with Mike Trout.
1: Yes, he's, it's arguably 1A, 1B in my opinion. Uh, and then, you know, you got Mike Trout at uh, number one I, I, for me still I, I agree uh Mike Trout is the best player in baseball I think you know right now if you're talking about currently it's like you know it's it's Shohei, eh? but you look at Mike Trout's track record and you look at what he's able to do he's had so many years of success he has the experience not playoff wise but just in general um he's just so good he's a beast He Hit, like, 40 homers in 120 games quietly. And I am still willing to back him up as, as the best player in baseball. Um, so, not not too many – not too many uh, – your list. Um, I think – I think – I think Vladdy was <laughs> slightly aggressive. I think Fernando Tatis was really aggressive. Um, but, overall, I don't have too many complaints. Um, I'm gonna give it like a, a six point five out of ten. It's a pretty good
0: list. Okay. Was it the Tatis that moved moved down?
1: I don't think Tatis
0: is a top ten right now. Oh my He's like, so talented. He's so talented.
1: I mean I, I like to take in off the field, not on the field. I know I know but it's, there's one exception but
0: oh. I mean shit right.
1: like Royd's I had is like, that's a turn off
0: for me, personally. So now, now Wait.
1: here's my top 10 right. list. Let's hear it. Well, whoever, whoever gets the better score from the other person wins at the end of this. So my, so my, here's my top 10. At number 10, I got Paul Goldschmidt.
0: Ooh. Number nine, Jose Ramirez. Ooh. Freddie Freeman. Ooh. Number seven, Manny Machado. Number six,
1: Nolan Renato. Number five, Mookie Betts. Number four, Juan Soto. Number three, Aaron Judge.
0: Number two, Shohei Otani. And number one, Mike Trout. <coughs> okay. All right, we got some. <coughs> number 10, Paul Goldschmidt. Okay. The mm-hmm. NL MVP, yes. What about ten? NL MVP, yes. There's nine players better than NL MVP. I mean, it kind of was him and J Ram. It's a one A one B.
1: Honestly, I'd probably put Goldschmidt nine. You know, what? I'd probably put a me if I'm being honest.
0: Now that I'm looking at it,
1: it's probably it's probably
0: Goldschmidt eight, Freeman nine, J Ram ten. Yeah, I was um, gonna say you can't. I don't think you can put Freeman for Goldsmith because he won the MVP. And he's, uh, he means they're both first baseman.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I forgot. I forgot about
0: the Gold Glove defense. <coughs> yeah. Um, and then so and so, so who's #10 now? JRam. Number ten is JRam now. I mean, it, I I can deal with it. You know, JRam's a good player. He's does he does everything. Gets good speed. He's going the base. He's good defense. Good power with contact. Um, I just, you know, I I just I think there's better guys I put Vlad in front of him. I just think he's better guys and I put on my list, but I can just check him. He's, he's fringe top ten in my book. Uh, Andy, yeah, Andy Andy's underrated. He is. I mean I'm the most you know, underrated player in baseball, if not one of the most. You could say you could make an argument for it, yeah. Um uh, he's good really good player. Uh, but he's not my top ten, but I yeah, I can I guess he where I was like, Wars. Um the Number mm. nine, Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Just, oh, I just, for me, I like, for me, it's, for me, it's Freddie Freeman's hit ability. Yeah. He's one of the best, like, hitters in baseball. I don't know. I'm still thinking Vladio over Freddie. I, I,
1: for me, I think Freddie's more proven. Freddie didn't like
0: Mike Trout, he's, he's done it over his entire career. But the things Vladdy can do, we saw in 2021. That was, I mean, it was it was great. What he could do. I know, I know, but I but I want to <coughs> see him do it. Okay. okay. I number need I eight. need to see I need to see Vladdy live up to these expectations. So number eight, you had Paul Goldschmidt. Number seven, you have Manny Machado, right? Yes. So how can you put Manny Machado in front of Paul Goldschmidt? And Paul Goldschmidt with an defeat? Oh shoot. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it. <coughs> so seven would be Goldschmidt. Eight is Manny Machado. That makes more sense now. I yeah. Mean,
1: they're
0: both good. They're both really good players. Mhm. I just think that I I I Goldschmidt's think probably the header. reason.
1: Probably the reason that Goldschmidt is an eight and Machado is a seven.
0: That Goldschmidt's a little bit
1: older. I don't know how well he's going to sustain it.
0: That Machado is, is in his
1: prime. Like Machado okay. is in best ages in terms of Major League Baseball. Um, and you know Goldschmidt, he's he's thirty-five. I mean, he's kind of old. Uh, while he did have an MVP season, you know, who knows how well he's going to replicate it at that age? Um, unless he's you know the next Justin Verlander of hitters, where he only gets better with age. Like a fine wine so we'll we'll see um so now now that i think about that i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with what i'm with what i have
0: oh so you're putting him, paul goochman back at eight yeah and i think manny has you know he is definitely agree got more in him it's just um i just think that paul goochman is just a better hitter you know <laughs> he's hitting so good like he's average power and everything hitting and defense is good too i just i put him at jato and number would you have i had nolan arenado okay nolan arenado okay i mean i just i i can't would an arenado in front of Goldsmith 'cause because you know, Arenado plays great defense, and he is great with the bat. It's just, I feel like, uh, is just better with the bat. And, really plays great defense. Defense is, it's, it's good, but I feel like hitting's more important. So, I think, um... I know, but again, I'm, I'm going to stick by my reason. Like, Paul Goldschmidt, how, how well is he going to, you know, sustain it? Also, Nolan Arnold's pretty old. He's no, not no, young. Nolan... No, Nolan Renato's not as old as, <clears throat> what's his name? Paul Goldschmidt. Okay, so moving on to number five, you got Milky Bats. Um Nolan Renato's 31. I mean, that's a... He's coming out of his prime. So, um, number five, what do you have? Number five for me was Mookie. <laughs> um, hmm. uh, And then number four, you had Juan Soto. Uh, yes. I mean, so Mookie. I feel it's just better. It did, uh, every, everywhere. I mean, sure, Juan Soto, is better. He's got a better eye, and you can. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, but it's, I that's my thing. He just didn't have a. This season, you know, Juan Soto wasn't as good. Like, he didn't have a great season. I know, but questions. we look at...
1: I know, but, but we look in Juan Soto, and we say this is a down year, and he has an 853 OPS. Like, how... Like, that's how talented he is. The yeah. fact that we're calling an 850 OPS season a down year for Juan Soto is... Like ridiculous,
0: the whole new levels. I also think you gotta uh, think about how Mookie Betts has proven more. Like you said, he's proven that he's could he could do this for multiple years. Juan Soto's still young; I, That's still really Think about it,
1: like yeah, but still, like uh, for me, what does it is Juan Soto's plate discipline. I mean, what was it like hundred? I think it was hundred thirty-five walks, ninety-six strikeouts. Like you don't find that these days you don't find that elite of plate discipline. So that's that's what's got it for me with Juan Soto. I mean, his eye at the plate and his power, is, I think it's <coughs> unmatched
0: when it comes to hitters in the league right now. Yeah. Is, his eye is definitely but, great. But to, your,
1: but to your point, I mean, I think Mookie does everything just better. Um, so that's... That there's a point to be made there, but just the eye for me. That's I think the eye for Juan Soto is what puts him above Mookie. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Mookie is more proven, better in the field. There is value there. Um,
0: so, yeah. All right. So, moving on, number three. We have same, we have same number one, two, three. Yes. Right? Aaron, Aaron Judge three, Shohei two, Mike Trout one. I mean, there definitely is with Mike Trout. I mean, definitely the worry right now is stay on the field. He's been struggling to play lately. And how uh, think people are you know, like, you show Tani's right there. You know, Mike Trout stays with number, and, as number one in all baseball. It's sad to say, but yes. Um, but yeah, like Aaron Judge at three, I think he had a. You got to hold the brakes there. I and mean, if he does hit 62 home runs and it's like a 300 average again, then great. He'll be – I'll put him at number two for a show hand. Um, but I doubt yeah. him will do that again um, because it, you can't do that. If he does it, great. But I don't think he will because that's a historic season. Um, he's going to play good. He's going to be a good player. <laughs> he's just not going to do the same thing he did this season. I agree. I think that's kind of a consensus. Yeah. So. But yeah. But yeah. In our
1: top ten. Oh,
0: what? I gotta give you a score. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh I mean, I'm not happy about the not including Fernando Tatis. If you were to like make a top 100 players, where would you put Tatis? Uh. It's like a rock. Probably
1: probably top 20. I
0: just... I'm going to have to give this list. Maybe
1: top 15. Maybe top 15.
0: I'm going to have to give this list. I'll give it a 7. All right. I got it by (laughs) 0.5. Oh, yeah. Because you got a a 6.5.
1: Yep. So... That those are our list and moments of 2022 and with players and moments. So thank you all so much for listening. Once again, happy new year. Um, it should be a great 2023. I'm looking forward to it this year. A lot of, a lot of great things to come in 2023 for the podcast, for just our lives in general. And I think there's lots to look forward to. A lot of a lot of good in this world right now. I mean, there's a lot of bad. but There's also a lot of good. So,
0: um.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Brandon, any last thoughts
0: before we uh, head out? Uh, no, I think that's it for me. Uh, yeah, look forward to another great year, one episode. Uh, a lot of good episodes going to come your way in 2023. So be ready. That's it. Yep, absolutely. Um,
1: happy 2023, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking along with this journey with us. Uh, And yeah, we will see you next time.